Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. In the last days, a major development in the case against a man accused of murdering a beautiful young school teacher mom, Eliza Fletcher. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. We all remember when Eliza Fletcher was out jogging super early in the morning, between 4 and 5 o'clock in the morning. And then she goes missing. The frantic search ended and the discovery of her body. In the last days, Cleotha Afton Henderson pleads not guilty to the horrific murder of Eliza Fletcher. He appeared at the Shelby County Criminal Court charged with multiple offenses This, as we know, the convicted felon is also accused of raping Alicia Franklin back in 2021. Her rape kit sat there basically unnoticed for over a year. Nothing was done. And while he's out walking free, never jailed or tried on her rape, he finds Eliza Fletcher and doesn't settle with just attacking her, he murders her as well. Again, Cleotha Abson Henderson, age 38, arraigned at the Shelby County Criminal Court on multiple charges, including the rape and kidnap of another woman. Where did it all start? Listen. It's been just over 12 hours since Elijah Fletcher disappeared. Multiple agencies has, have joined forces. And I can tell you, there's a lot of concern in the community as time passes by. Where is Eliza Fletcher? That's the question many are asking across the Mid-South after investigators say the avid jogger was abducted. It's very important that if anybody knows the whereabouts 
of Miss Fletcher to contact the police immediately. Fletcher was jogging down Central Avenue around 4.30 this morning when investigators say she was approached by someone who forced her into a dark-colored SUV and drove off. You don't want to hear that that's going on. Um, we want to find her. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. Hart Robinson is a friend of Fletcher and got the news this morning and immediately came to the area of Central Avenue and Zach Curling Street where she was last seen. Where everybody's desperately looking for her. The search was on for the missing mom of two, Eliza Fletcher. You were just hearing our friends at WREG Channel 3. There were only two clues left behind. Listen. Fletcher's cell phone and a water bottle were found in front of a home owned by the University of Memphis. In a safety alert sent to students, they say she was reported missing after not returning home from her run. The SUV that she was last seen in was spotted driving westbound down Central Avenue. Multiple agencies, including the FBI, are assisting with the case with one goal in mind. Find Eliza Fletcher. Our concern is to locate Miss Fletcher. So if anybody knows where she's at, call the police immediately. Really? Just think. Her life could have been spared. I firmly believe it. And then the frantic search. Listen to our friends at NBC. Around 7 to 50 a.m., roughly three hours after the abduction, the suspect's brother and another witness telling investigators they saw him wash his clothes in a sink and clean the inside of the car with floor cleaner. According to an affidavit, the brother also saying he was acting very strange. That bizarre scene allegedly unfolding less than a mile from where police discovered the unidentified body late Monday. The affidavit also says Abstin left sandals behind. Authorities using DNA from those shoes to zero in on him. So while the frantic search throughout the Memphis area is ongoing for the missing mom, you see Cleotha Abstin frantically cleaning the back of his GMC, washing his clothes in his brother's sink. Wow. Isn't that quite the coincidence? And then the gruesome discovery. Our friends WREG. A gut-wrenching discovery in South Memphis as detectives confirm a body was located a few yards away from where Eliza Fletcher's alleged abductor came hours after her kidnapping. Monday, Memphis police swarmed this area after finding a body in an overgrown lot near a vacant home on Victor Street. The scene just a stone's throw away from where Memphis police say 38-year-old Cleotha Abson came hours after abducting Fletcher. They believe he cleaned blood from the interior of the SUV used in the abduction and washed his clothes in his brother's sink. In the past 10 minutes, Memphis police confirming those new details, saying that the body they found yesterday is that of missing mother Eliza Fletcher and now the man they had in custody already charged with her kidnapping faces murder charges. And this is coming just about 16 hours after they discovered a body here, not far, they said, within walking distance to an apartment complex where the 38-year-old Cleotha Abson was seen cleaning his SUV shortly after the abduction. Our friends at Fox 13 joining WREG. When Eliza went missing, the search ensued. You see the defendant, the suspect, caught on video, just cleaning, cleaning, scrubbing, scrubbing, trying to get rid of blood. 
he would need some sort of hydrochloric acid to do that trick. It didn't work. Blood throughout his SUV and then a couple of hundred yards away, the body of Eliza Fletcher found just discarded in tall grass. Her Lululemon running shorts found in a garbage bag not far away, also discarded. And now, today, we find out her abduction, her likely rape, her murder could have all been avoided. How? Take a listen to our friends at WATN. The man accused of kidnapping and killing Eliza Fletcher is facing three new criminal charges tonight. The charges are from another case in 2021. In this case, he's facing charges for aggravated rape, kidnapping, and unlawful possession of a gun. Memphis police confirm a sexual assault report was taken on September 21 of 2021. The sexual assault kit was submitted to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigations two days later on September 23rd, but that kit was not tested until he was connected to Eliza Fletcher's disappearance. Did you hear that? Another aggravated kidnap and rape all the way back Almost a year ago, 2021, a rape kit was taken. It was sent to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigations, the TBI, and not a thing was done. It sat on a shelf. And in that Manila evidence bag, sealed shut with the investigator's initials over it, to maintain the chain of custody was the evidence that would have put Cleotha Abstin behind bars at the time Eliza was kidnapped and murdered. Joining me right now, an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now. But first, I want to go to Dave Mack, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Dave, what went wrong? Nancy, um, you know, we talked about how quickly they were able to identify the DNA of Cleotha Abstin on the slides that they found at the kidnapping scene for Eliza Fletcher. They turned that around in less than 18 hours from the moment they found the slides to the moment they identified the DNA coming from Cleotha uh, Abstin. In the case from September 21st, 2021, a woman reported the rape. They did a rape kit. And 48 hours later, on September 23rd, the rape kit was submitted to the TBI DNA uh, case uh, files. The problem is, unless they order a rush on the DNA, it goes into the regular file. Just stop. No offense, Dave Matt, but I really don't want to hear that because that is all BS. I, I, I know you're reporting what the TBI wants me to hear. But when it comes to a life-threatening, violent crime, why is there a wait? I pay half my paycheck every year and have been since I was a lowly assistant in the district attorney's office. Since before that, when I worked at the library at Mercy University. Why do I pay taxes? 
so Cleotha Abstin can walk free and murder Eliza Fletcher, leaving her two children with no mother? You know how much that screws a kid up forever? And you're telling me, it sounds like with a straight face, that it was in line to get analyzed. You know what? I don't want to hear it. She's dead. And she endured a horrible death. That SUV was covered in blood. I put money on it. She was forcibly raped, likely sodomized as well. Why? Because of a line, a cue for evidence? Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress for being our partner. Crime. 
Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. For those of you just joining us, Cleotha Aston Henderson, age 38, has just pled not guilty to first-degree murder in the disappearance and death of a billionaire heiress. He also appeared in court in connection with the rape of another young woman. He abducted Alicia Franklin in 2021. Aston Henderson accused of killing elementary school teacher Eliza, just 34, after forcing her into his car while she was out for an early morning jog this past September. He was indicted January 25 on charges of especially aggravated kidnapping, being a convicted felon in possession of a firearm, and tampering with evidence. I just keep thinking about Eliza Fletcher's two little children and that moment when she's kidnapped and forced into a black SUV in the dark of the early morning hours. Surveillance video shows her jogging along and then suddenly she's missing. The judge in this case, Judge Lee Coffey, looked out at Fletcher's family, who of course were in court for the not guilty plea, telling Eliza's family the case would be a very, quote, long journey. His words were, this is going to be a long journey. These cases do not resolve themselves in a brief period of time. I just hate what this family is going through. But I hate more than that, these children being raised without their mom and a beautiful young life cut short because this devil was out walking free. Mm, mm, mm. So, Lisa Daddio, the director of the Center for Advanced Policing and Graduate Program Coordinator, University of New Haven. Lisa, could you please interpret what Dave Matt was just trying to say? Honestly, Nancy, the police department messed up on that one. And, and you know, I really wait, wait, don't. Wait, 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 wait. Messed up. Let's just analyze what you just said. Messed up. This is more than just messing up. They didn't fall through the cracks. They screwed up horribly and Eliza is dead because they couldn't analyze a rape kit. To Rachel D. Fisher joining me, special guest, registered nurse, sex assault nurse examiner. She's an expert witness. She's author of Taking Back the Pen. And you can find her at LegalRNConsult.org. Rachel, do you ever get tired of hearing about one fail after the next? You deal with rape victims every day. And I keep screaming it from the rooftops. A rape victim is never the same. Like a child molestation victims, yes, they can go on about life. They seem like they're having a normal life. But they're never the same after a rape. Maybe you can say it better than me, Rachel. Yeah, the impact that a victim has after being assaulted, um, it, it's lifelong. It never goes away. It, uh, a murder is one thing. Um, that's the end result. But there are people living with the effects of this for the rest of their lives. And it comes down to the fact that jurisdictions, communities don't put an emphasis on crimes of violence against um, women or the vulnerable. These sex crimes are just um, tossed aside. There's not proper funding. We don't adequately staff our 
uh, law enforcement agencies or crime labs. And then the statutes, I mean, Tennessee, you don't even have to, the law enforcement agency does not even have to turn over the kit until 60 days to the crime lab. So the, the statutes are showing, okay, there's not a priority. There, what can happen in 60 days? A lot can happen. Other rapes can happen. Yeah, like Eliza Fletcher can get murdered. And, you know, another thing, Rachel D. Fisher, who is a rape sex assault nurse examiner, it's a very, very specialized area. I wonder what that says to the rape victim, like Cleotha Abstin's other rape victim. I mean, we already know of one when he was nearing adulthood, this one in September 2021. I wonder how that rape victim felt when she would call and say, um, what's the status of my brutal rape case? And she said, oh, and she hears, oh, yeah, well, it's in the queue. It's like you're at Target and there's a long line or you're at Kroger and the line wraps around the cash register. Uh-uh. No, she's not buying a dozen apples. She's trying to find out about her rape case that forever altered her life. And she gets told, yeah, you're in the line. They'll analyze it. Meanwhile, this guy is walking free. What? Am I talking gibberish, Karen Stark? Because I feel like I'm not getting through. I don't think I can scream any louder in a studio. Karen Stark joining me, a renowned psychologist out of New York at KarenStark.com. That's Karen with a C. Karen, help me, please. Nancy, you're not talking gibberish. This is how it happens. I feel like crying places. and fighting and hitting someone all at the same time. People don't take it seriously enough. Here's something that will damage someone's life forever. And I don't understand because police are supposed to be trained. They're supposed to know that they need to do something right away. And it is outrageous, just outrageous, that they did not make sure that that came back as soon as possible. And who knows what else he was up to, Nancy? Oh, oh. This is the tip of the iceberg. Karen, Karen, Karen Stark. This guy, Cleotha Abstin, started committing violent felonies at age 11. That we know of. And, you know, Matthew Mangino, I'm not asking you to speak. I'm just referring to you. Former prosecutor, now civil and defense attorney and author. He would argue, oh, he was just 11, the sweet little boy. You know, I, I might buy that at 11, 12, 13, 14. But then at 16, 17, 18, I'm not buying it anymore. So uh, Karen Stark, when people say he started his one-man crime wave at age 11, how many rapes has this guy committed culminating in the murder of Eliza Fletcher and Mangino, don't even bother jumping in and saying he's innocent until proven guilty. I know that. We all know that. And I believe there is a snowball's chance in hell that he may not be guilty, okay? So that said, what, Karen Stark? This is outrageous. And people do. You know that psychopaths start at an early age. So it doesn't surprise me that this began at 11. The outrageous part of this is that 
He is not already under lock and key. Walking free to grab Eliza. Okay, so what is the excuse? Take a listen to our friend Marcus Hunter. Scientists pulled the recently tested kits matching Gapson Henderson for analysis nine months after it was received on June 24th and completed an initial report of the results on August 29th. The sample was then entered into CODIS, which returned a match on September 5th, which was within hours of Memphis police finding Fletcher's body on Victor Street. And 49 weeks after MP submitted the rape kit to TBI. The match of the September 21 assault came back to Cleotha Abston Henderson. The results were then reported to Memphis police. According to court documents, he was indicted on the charges of aggravated rape, especially aggravated kidnapping and gun charges in connection to the crime. You know, it's just all blah, blah, blah words. Now, am I supposed to believe Matthew Mangino I'm coming to you just as a legal expert. Don't put on your defense hat yet, okay? (laughs) Because we all know you're a former prosecutor, former parole board member, author of The Executioner's Toll. So please don't start telling me he was only 11 years old when he committed his first felony. I'll just say that for the shrink. What? You know all this is BS, right? Because they're saying that what, it was just a coincidence that when Eliza Fletcher goes missing, they go, oh, you know what? You're at the front of the line now. Let's do that DNA kit. No, th- that's not a coincidence. There's no such thing in criminal law. So they're trying to tell me that Eliza goes missing, and then they go, wow, I think it's time that we do the DNA on that file way back there on the shelf. What really happened, Mangino? Well, I think what really happened is they they were able to to, uh, find um, DNA on the sandals that were found at the crime scene, and they immediately did an analysis. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. Matthew, Claritha Aston, DNA is on a September 2021 rape victim. Okay? Right. So why, when Eliza gets kidnapped and there's a search going on, do they go, wow, I think I'll, sir, I think I'll run that DNA test? That's total BS. Why did they suddenly decide to run it then? You know, to cover their butts. I mean, they they failed. This was a, a systemic failure to test uh, DNA that was found at a crime scene. And it, as simple as just running a, a, a CODIS. Combined DNA index system. Exactly. Yeah. It was cover your ass. That's what it was. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, Matthew Mangino, why did they select that particular rape kit to suddenly test? I'm guessing that that rape occurred in the same MO, modus operandi, method of operation, as Eliza's kidnap that uh, the victim may have described the same kind of vehicle. Something about that rape kit, about that rape. Maybe it was in the same area. Just I, I, I don't know. But something made them reach back on that shelf and pull out that file and perform that DNA test and submit it to CODIS, the Combined DNA Index System. Before I go to special guest Dr. 
Kristen Middleman from Authram Labs. I want to circle back to Rachel D. Fisher, registered sex assault nurse examiner. Rachel, could you please describe what is the procedure that you go through when you examine a rape victim and what is a rape kit? When a a rape victim comes to the hospital, we do a head-to-toe assessment and a detailed genital exam where we collect evidence from all the intimate parts of the body uh, and anywhere based on the history. Um, We submit this kit to law enforcement and law enforcement... Slow down, please. As I like to say, Rachel, we're not having tea at Highgrove with King Charles. Okay, when you say we connect, we collect DNA from all parts of the body, that is certainly putting perfume on the pig. The rape victim who has already been brutally raped, probably beaten, terrified, then has to go for a rape kit. Then it's basically a pelvic exam and it's takes a long time. What do you have to do? It's a very intrusive exam. We we spread their legs, we touch, we look, we examine, we go into all the the genitalia. We we swab, we insert speculums, we it's re-traumatizing for the victim essentially is what it is because we're going back into these places. Okay, wait a minute. See see you are an expert and when you just roll off Comments like that. Not everybody knows what you mean. When you say a speculum, isn't that uh, kind of like a reverse eyelash curler where you squinch the curler together? Instead, a speculum is something you stick inside the lady's vagina and anus, and then you open up those cat female cavities, and then you go in there basically with a searchlight like a flashlight. And you look around with a really long Q-tip and you look in there and you try and find with a swab. Yeah, everybody in the studio is grimacing and looking away right now for a reason. And you swab around inside the anus and the vagina and hopefully you will get naked to the human eye sperm. DNA, right? That's the intent to get any any sort of DNA off of the internal orifices of the patients, yes. And that includes the anus, correct? We do also swab the anus, yes. And then you have the rape kit combing, as if I would comb my hair. What is that? We take a comb and we go through the head hair, the pubic hair, getting any debris that can link it back to potentially the scene of where it happened, to corroborate that as well. Um, sometimes we do plucking of the hair in order to get um, DNA as well. So it's a very painful, intrusive exam in some, in some points of it. But when the victims are that brave enough to come in for that, that's right there, the first step in their healing. And the, the first victim of this case with the positive hit was brave enough to do that. So I can only imagine her seeing this, that she was brave enough to go in and then nobody tested it until it was too late. I can only imagine what she's feeling right now. She was brave enough to do that initial rape kit back then, over a year ago, and here we are. And the only way her case was finally processed was because Eliza was murdered. It took a murder to get her rape kit done. That's the harsh truth. 
of what we're dealing with. Rachel D. Fisher, could you please describe the spectrum of demeanors your eight victim patients have displayed? They come in sometimes completely with no affect, meaning their face does not smile, they don't frown, they're just quiet, they don't make eye contact. Sometimes they laugh or distracting themselves. Sometimes they're crying. Trauma presents in very different ways, and each victim is different. And um, I've seen law enforcement you know, even say, well, she doesn't seem like anything happened. We're not even sure if it's real because of her demeanor. Like you, I've, I've heard it all, but each victim processes their trauma differently. So regardless of how they respond to it, if they're brave enough to come get an intrusive exam in a busy ER and have an examiner stick things into their bodies, something happened. Nobody willingly does that. They're, regardless of what their demeanor is, they're there for help and we help them all the same and we prioritize it on our end. And then we do the next step in our process is hand it over to law enforcement for them to do their due diligence, which is supposed to be to take it to the crime lab. But Tennessee has a statute that they have 60 days for it to sit on their shelf before they're mandated to give it to the crime lab. Karen Stark. You know, I'm thinking of these rape victims when it's so horrible, they can't even begin to grapple with it, Karen Stark. That's right, Nancy. It is, it's, they disassociate and you really can't pay attention to how someone reacts to trauma and to death because everyone, each one of us is very, very different. And there are people that cry. Think about you know when people sometimes get nervous and they start laughing and they're not laughing because it's funny, it's just their response. They have no choice. That's how they deal with that kind of a situation and that's what you're describing. I've been to funerals where somebody was so angry at the death of their spouse. They were, they were furious and you would never know that this was happening because they're grieving and loving and in pain. And it all gets mixed up when they have to deal with this kind of a situation. Terrible. And now, having spoken to the rest of our panel, I'm going to lay it all in your lap. Dr. Kristen Middleman, she is the Chief Development Officer at the highly respected Authram Inc., you can find them at dnasolves.com. One of their specialties, I have learned, is taking old or degraded DNA and somehow pulling a miracle and getting a match. I'm talking about DNA that's been in mud, been underwater, been through a fire, 50, 60 years old. And they have the technology to bring us justice. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zikazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. The judge was right. Judge Lee Coffey. This is going to be a very long road to hoe for Eliza's family. The key locations in the kidnap case, um, first of all, on Central Avenue, where Eliza was snatched and forced into a GMC terrain. Trash bags were found on South Orleans Street, trash bags containing her purple Lululemon shorts. That Her shorts were there. It tells me she was raped. Interesting, I haven't heard that he's charged with rape. Uh, then there is 1666 Victor Street. Body, Her body is found in tall grass next to an abandoned building where I'm pretty sure he was spotted at that building by witnesses. Then there's Person Ave and Marjorie Street. That's where the GMC terrain was last seen turning left onto Person Ave. I'm pretty sure there's going to be video surveillance of that. Then another spot of interest, the jury may very well go see these locations, like the Alex Murdoch jury went to go see the dog kennels at the Moselle Hunting Lodge. 1765 South Orleans Street, defendant absencing meticulously cleaning a GMC at his brother's apartment. 
just thinking about how the husband realized she hadn't come back from the jog and was trying to take care of the children, wondering where is mommy. Her obituary described her, this young school teacher, as the, quote, born athlete who found great joy in her morning runs and was not afraid when she ran. We know not only is Cleotha Aston charged with the kidnap and rape of another woman, court documents reveal he was previously convicted of raping a man when he was a teenager. This guy, now 38, was 11, 11 years old when he first appeared in the Shelby County Juvenile Court, charged with theft. He quickly graduated to rape, aggravated assault, unlawful possession of a weapon, and now murder. Dr. Kristen Middleman, first of all, I want to know how they made the match and what likely statistical uh, identification we have of Cleotha Abstin and any insight you can give us as to why they so horribly failed the first rape victim, well, the last rape victim that we know of, and Eliza. How did that happen? I mean, you deal with this kind of thing every day. And we are. We're going to deal with this kind of thing every single day. And I, like you uh, and everyone here at Austin, believe that it's an outrage that we do not have the technology implemented that would be able to stop this from happening. You know, we talk about this every single day, but the CODIS testing system was created 30 years ago, and nothing new has come to forensics since in order to help these investigators. You know, you say the investigators might have failed. I don't think the investigators are failing. We work with these guys every single day. In fact, we work with CBI, and they work day and night trying to make things work. They're not given the technology that's necessary to be able to clear these cases at scale. The government is who's failing. The government has failed to fund and adopt new technologies that would allow this, the backlogs to truly clear. We have backlogs everywhere because this technology, the way that it's written right now, is not scalable. You can't hire enough people to, do, to run every single test immediately and have a result in eight hours. It's just not possible. And so, But there is new technologies here. Ours is one of the new technologies that could help clear a lot of the backlog that gets stuck when there's no DNA answer. But there are other new technologies here. Could you imagine doing this podcast on you know, computers from 30 years ago? No, you wouldn't. You would get the new computer. You would get the best mic. You would do the next best thing. You would do it just for your business. Why isn't forensics changing? Okay, hold on, Dr. Middleman. It is far, far uh, beyond me, your knowledge regarding DNA and scientific testing, but I'm not asking for a result in eight hours. What about eight days? What about eight weeks? What about eight months? This was a year. The last rape victim that we know of, of Cleotha Astons, was September 2021. It is now September 2022. And I w- you're preaching to the choir, Dr. Middleman. I spent a third of my time as a prosecutor at the Georgia State Crime Lab. And can I tell you, those people work like dogs, scientists in ballistics, in fiber analysis, hair analysis, DNA, blood. 
You name it. They work like dogs. They already work overtime. What more do we want them to do? So where is the fail? And I guarantee you, the TBI, Tennessee Bureau Investigation Crime Lab, is the same. So how is it he's walking the street to murder Eliza? Because the system has failed to implement all the necessary tools. You know, let me tell you, Nancy, it's just like if I gave you a bicycle and I told you, go ahead and deliver mail all over the United States. Well, how could you possibly deliver mail all over the United States with a bicycle? It would never happen. It's not possible. But if there were cars and planes and roads and everything else there and the infrastructure put all together, then you could deliver that mail all over the United States. Unfortunately, we are at the bicycle state of forensic science when it comes to solving these backlogs with sex assaults and murders. We are DNA testing is that it's infancy still. And there are so many ways. I mean, our technology, we don't need a CODIS database to identify someone. You don't have to have raped someone else in order for us to identify you. That's the biggest key. You can rape one person and get identified the very, very first time. Yet our technology isn't widely used everywhere because people scream all sorts of stuff. Oh, well, it's new. We don't know if it works. Oh my God, privacy. Oh, this, oh that. Well, the government's slow in funding it. I want the perpetrator in jail the first time they commit a crime. I don't want to have to wait till the second victim and the third victim or the 11th or 12th victim. And trust me, we've identified those as well. They're in CODIS so many, many times that no one's ever identified them. They come to us finally and now they're identified and all these crimes are solved. That's devastating. You're hearing the voice of Dr. Kristen Middleman, Chief Development Officer at Authram Lab. You can find her at dnasolves.com explaining how we don't even need another rape or murder to identify Cleoth Aston from his last rape last September, but it was never done. Take a listen to Marcus Hunter, WREG. The TBI accepts rush DNA cases when requested by a local investigative agency, as we did in the recent Eliza Fletcher case. It went on to say our scientists identified Cleotha Abstin as a suspect less than 18 hours after receiving key evidence. The agency said the sample they received in September of last year was not submitted as a rush case. Therefore, it was placed with the standard casework which can have an average turnaround of 33 to 49 weeks. So, Lisa, Daddy, what does it take to be a rush case? I mean, Cleotha Abstin in court on new charges of a violent rape and, as they say, especially dangerous kidnap. Why was that not a rush case back in September 2021? It should have been. Um, When you have a stranger rape, And given the circumstances of what we know, that should have been a rush because we know they're going to hit again. It's it's not just one and done. So I don't understand how that case was not rushed to try to identify the who. A violent rape, a brutal kidnapping is not a rush. Then what is? It took this before we knew the truth. It took 
this before that rape kit was tested. Listen to our friends at Fox 13. An affidavit reveals new details about Fletcher's final moments. Investigators say data from the FBI cast team, which is used to track cell phones, led them to East Person Avenue and Victor Street. While searching that area Monday, just after five, they say officers noticed high grass at a vacant home, as well as vehicle tracks in the high grass. Officers also smelled an odor of decay. We're told the officers fanned out and walked to the back of the property. Immediately to the right of the steps, they say they found a woman's body. To give you an idea why it was so hard for officials to find her is because even though they're in the middle of a neighborhood, you can see there's very tall grass shielding the view from the street. I'm 5'5". Five five. Take a look at this grass. It's towering over me. Then there's this abandoned home and we're told Fletcher's remains were found behind this house. Walk with me so you can see beside these steps here. And you can even see an imprint in the dirt right here. Well, he's going to rot in hell with a little pit stop in the penitentiary. I just pray right now for those two little children who miss their mommy, Eliza. We wait as justice unfolds. Goodbye, friend. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 